0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more on pitching podcast for pitchers.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 7th. And yes, oh yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Are you a PL Plus member? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Alex Cobb yesterday won six innings, pitched four and run, seven hits, one walk and three strikeouts, just seven whiffs on 97 pitches. He did have some bad luck. Trust me, I understand the double. I understand a hit that was really a grounder to, to shortstop. This is this case with Alex, Alex Cobb. He's very unfortunate that the Giants defense is not helping. At the same time, only three strikeouts, just seven whiffs. Uh, his splitter was not nearly the pitch that we've seen before. Five over 44 whiffs on the, on the pitch. It's just, uh, it, it's frustrating right now. He does get the Diamondbacks a second time and it could very well go his way in that one. But I understand if you just want to say, I'm done with this. I get it, guys. Uh, Corbin Burns and Shelby Abitani were both absolutely phenomenal. And Ace is going to Ace there. Jose Ureña is a thing? Uh, he went against the Dodgers and allowed zero-runs and in and 6.2 innings for the Rockies. I know. Crazy. No way. Corey Kluber went against the Red Sox of six innings, zero-runs, and three-hands, zero-walks, and five Ks. Good stuff. Uh, sinkers and cutters uh, did well on the edges. Uh, his curveball was good. Awesome, but now he gets the Yankees, and, ah, ah, I don't want to do it. You know, he struggled against the Jays, and I'm glad he did well against the Red Sox, but it just feels too shaky for me. Uh, Max Freed, ace is going to ace. Same with Luis Severino, though, just one um, over 24 slider with just three strikeouts against the Pirates. Whatever, it's fine. You keep starting him, of course. Uh, Mitch White went against the Rockies today, not yesterday. And he did well. Six strikeouts and 5.2 innings. Zero runs one hit and four walks. Four walks, fine. Um The heater did better than I expected. The slider was good. The curve was okay. I'm not so enamored that I'd go after this against the Cardinals, though. I mean, if you're chasing a win, I understand. He didn't get one here because of Jose Arania. <laughs> which is absolutely wild, but... Yeah, not really from me. Uh, Spencer Watkins against the Rangers. 6.2 innings, 1 and run, 4 hits, 1 walk, and 3 strikeouts, 9 whiffs, 25% CSW. Amazing from Spencer Watkins. Uh, who you really don't know much about. It's a normal 92-mile-per-hour four-seamer. It was only 90.6 in this one, but typically is 92. He has a good cutter, but it's not really that amazing. He just gets a ton of strikes with everything. Um He doesn't excite a lot. And he gets the Cubs next, and that could be an option. The Cubs are... Oddly volatile, like they'll get absolutely destroyed one night and then they'll put up some numbers on the other, on another one. But, uh, this is not a major, major push, uh, Spencer Watkins. I know, and I, would do want to say is I know how bad streaming has been the past three weeks. Like really, I think I looked at it. I was five and 17, which is just so atrocious. And I apologize as much as I can, but it's, because of this is what I'm dealing with. Sub 20% is Mitch White and Spencer Watkins. And it feels, you know, like it's just a bad flip every time. I, uh, so I hope it works out with Spencer Watkins, but you just don't know. Um, James Caprillion against the Jays, six innings, one run, five hits, four walks, one a strike. How am I going to butter my bro? But this, I'm happy that, you know, Caprillion survived against the Jays, but. Yeah, no, he's not doing enough. That makes me think that he's a he's a proper Toby that you can stream. Um, Jose Barrios against the Athletics did well. The great undulator continues. six earn, sorry, six innings of one run, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Great. He goes against Philz that does, that it does not have a Bryce Harper. I think you're cool there. Adrian Sampson look as good as I've seen ever from him. Five point two innings, one and run, four hits, zero walks, and five Ks. But I don't really feel like this is such a good ceiling that I'm going to risk the floor. Glenn Otto against the Orioles, five innings, one in run, three hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. The slider wasn't even that great. It just kind of was all okay against the Orioles, and the Orioles did their thing. Um, they did get the win because of Spencer Watkins, but uh, as, the, as this was a loss for Otto despite just one earned run. I don't really care for Glenn Otto either. And Merrill Kelly did well against the Giants. Good stuff. 6.1 innings, 200 in runs, 2 hits, 3 walks, and 6 strikeouts. The heater was a 38% CSW despite being just 92.5. The changeup only had 42% strikes. The cutter was alright. He's just a Toby. Um, I think the real excitement that he had in April and, and some of May is well faded by now. I'm glad it worked against the Giants. He does it again, this time in Oracle Park next. Sure, if you want. I didn't have him as a start in this one, and I remember seeing it being like, do I really not like this? I was like, right, the changeup isn't good, and the velocity of the fastballs are is not really there. But 15 whiffs, so what do I know? Uh maybe it does work again against the Giants. Josiah Gray surprised me. Went against the the Phils, six innings, two and in runs, four its one walk, and eleven strike as he had a terrible start last time against the Marlins. But this one his four seam was elevated so effectively. 11 out of 46 whiffs because of it. Slider and curve had a 63% strike rate on top of that. It's what you want to see out of Josiah Gray. I mean, seriously, I wasn't expecting... Uh, look, I've been saying I want high breaking balls with Josiah Gray and not four seamers. But if his four seamers going to get 11 whiffs in the night, then fine. I will take this. He gets the Mariners next. Josiah Gray could be something legit now. I really hope so. Please do that. Uh Graham Ashcraft, I... Uh, 10 hits allowed in six innings, two and runs, zero hit- walks, and one strikeout. I'm going to butter run bear but with that. We're not in a place that I want to uh, trust this, especially against the Yankees next. Michael Pineda against the Cleveland. I mean, this is what he does. Five innings of two earned runs with seven base runners and two strikeouts. I mean, it's like this is a ceiling. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Joe Ryan against the White Sox. Four innings, two earned runs, five hits, two walks, three Ks. Very disappointing. His heater was still good, 41% CSW, but there's nothing else there. The slider is not the pitch we want it to be. I, I know he can be good without that slider working, but it wasn't here, and that's obviously disappointing. I think Joe Ryan is still good, and you should still keep starting him. It's just, come on, buddy, you can do this. Aaron Nola against the Nationals, three and runs, 7.2 innings, and a careful Icarus as he lost, uh, as he allowed two more runs in the seventh and lost the win. Only three strikeouts, but eight base runners. I mean, three out of 41 whiffs on changes with curves is everything there. And we just keep starting him. I know he's been so dominant lately. This feels like a weird setback, but I think he'll be fine. Uh Miles Michaelis against Atlanta. Six innings, 300 runs. You got a poor quality start, but also one whip of just six base runners and four strikeouts. Sure. I will take this from Miles Michaelis. Yes, it's not the 2 ERA uh that you had for ages. It's Miles Michaelis. <laughs> You weren't supposed to get it the entire season. Um, Trevor, Trevor Rogers, I know some people are upset at my infatuation, I guess. I don't know. I have him ranked outside the top 80. I believe, or like it's 75 or something. Uh, Trevor Rogers here, 4.2 innings, 300 runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, and 5 Ks. Um, four seamers were elevated, but the secondary stuff wasn't there. Curveballs and, our sliders and, and changeups were, um, we're just kind of more sporadic uh, across the zone. And we've seen starts where both of those starts are really good at the bottom of the zone. And it's one of those seasons where Trevor Rodgers really struggles to put all the pieces together. We know how it works when he does do the thing, but he hasn't done it yet. And it's really annoying. <laughs> it, it's, it's like we saw a glimpse of it against the Mets, but then the, just, just the start didn't work out for him because it was the Mets. It's, it's still there. It's just, do you want to hold on to it? And Sash, I don't really know if you want to. Uh, David Peterson against the uh the Reds, keep in mind he did have I didn't mention this in the roundup. Um, but Kentucky Nick inside the Discord did mention this. Um that he was coming off of uh his wife having a baby. And that probably, you know, messed them up a little bit as far as his routine. He did get seven strikeouts, but three earned runs, four hits, five walks, and in three point two innings. Uh he gets Atlanta next, which is kind of tough because they are better at Southpaws, but he still gets slider whiffs. He still has a good slider, so. That could work, but yeah, I do want to avoid it. Uh Mitch Keller went against the Yankees in four and runs and eleven base runners, in six innings. He didn't get seven strikeouts, which is, you know, hey, alright, but but yeah. Uh Brad Keller against the Astros, five point two innings, four and runs, five hits, three walks, and three K's. Against the Astros, like this is what you expect, but he did go ninety five on the four scene, which is cool. That's a tick harder. And he does get the Tigers next. But Brad Keller is you know, if you're chasing six innings, okay. But man, it's too volatile. Brian Bayo made his MLB debut against the Rays. Four innings, four and in runs, sixes, three walks, two case. I was optimistic because he kept striking out a lot of batters. It was always going at least five in the minors. And it just wasn't there. I mean, jitters. You could say the command wasn't great. He was throwing 96, 97. If you don't know this guy, um, there is a promising changeup here. There is a decent amount of movement on the slider. It just did not come together here against the Rays. Uh, he's likely going back to AAA after this. So you don't really need to hold on to Bayo. But, uh, be, you know, be aware when he does get the call later on this year. Shane Bieber, 5.2 innings, five runs, seven hits, three walks, six case against Detroit. Come on. He just threw too many pitches in the heart of the plate. And that's that. I uh, I don't expect this being the, uh, you know, this is the, the downtrend of Bieber here. I don't think that's going to happen. His breakers were hit. It wasn't just the fastballs. not like all of a sudden the 90 and change mile per hour fastball is really the detriment here. He gets the White Sox next. Yeah, I'd start him there, of course. Christian Javier, after being so good, was so bad. <laughs> five and runs, four hits, three walks, seven Ks, five innings pitched. I don't really think he he was that much worse. I mean, the fastball command wasn't as elevated. It was uh, not, you know, it wasn't right at the top of the zone. It was more the hard to play, it made it a little bit easier to hit. Uh, but the slider had a 67% strike rate. Like, that's cool. You know, it's, it's a small tweak to me. Um, and the Royals are hot, hotter as an offense than I've been giving them credit for. You get the Angels next. You do that. Lance Lynn against the Twins. Man, I put him as probable start because I was, I wanted to kind of will this into existence and I really shouldn't have done that. And I messed up. Um, it put him, I should put him as a quality start against the powerful Twins offense. Five innings, five road runs, six hits, two walks, and four Ks. Velocity is down to 92. And we saw 93, 94, really 94 last year. He's not there. Uh, he does get the Guardians next, I think. I am still going to start him for that. But maybe into questionable start, he's going to fall on the list on Monday a little bit. And, all right, today we go over Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, uh, today's starters, it's really crazy because we have, like, Nothing in the question will start to It's all these obvious starts. Justin Verlander, Gary Cole, Joe Musgrove, Dylan Sees, Logan Webb, Tony Gonsolin, Spencer Strider. You're starting all of them. And then it's just all do not starts after that. Really, it's nuts. My stream pick of the day is a do not start in Jordan Lyles against the Angels. I'm relying on Lyles hopefully going five, six innings and facing Chase Silseth and hoping that the Orioles get him a win. I mean, that that's it. It's been so bad, streaming. I've mentioned it already. I hope this works. Um, Ronzi Contreras goes against the Reds now instead of uh, JT Brubaker, maybe that one works but he's coming off a really tough start and he's in Cincinnati and just seems too fragile while Lyles has honestly a higher ceiling, um, higher a higher chance at that ceiling than Contreras does. Chase the as I just mentioned. We haven't really seen it all come together for him yet, so I don't want to do that one. Mark Gonzalez is going against the Jays. No, thank you. Mike Miner against Pittsburgh? No. And really, this is just a hodgepodge of names. I'm just going to roll through them. Daniel Castano against the Mets. Winkowski against the Yankees. Trevor Williams against the Marlins. Bo Briski against the White Sox. Austin Gomber and Liberator and Juana Don and Bailey Falter and Leiter Jr. Keichel and Bubic and Robert Duggar and Brace Wilson, Casey Lawrence. What a day. Ugh. Say, please, please, Jordan Lyles, do something. Tomorrow, on Friday, it's a bit more interesting. You have Shane McClanahan, Charlie Morton, Lucas Giolito, Luis Castillo, and Pablo Lopez in the top tier. Probably will start here. Chris Bassett is the lead against the Marlins. Now, he is coming off of the COVID IL, and I do feel a little weird about it because of that. But it is Chris Bassett, who has done really well lately. So I am going to start him against Miami. Zach Gallen gets Rocky Road, but he hasn't been so pristine. Sonny Gray, does he have his breaking balls? But he gets the Rangers. Nestor Cortez, yeah, but it's against the Red Sox. Tyler Anderson, who is a Toby, gets the Cubs. You get Adam Wainwright against the Phillies. And you get Jose Urquidy against the Athletics. So it's not all of these slam dunks. There was a a good discussion in the Twitch about Tyler Anderson against the Cubs. But honestly, he's just a Toby. So I don't really want to put him at the top of this. Well, Chris Bassett has clearly a better ceiling to me. Um, in the questionable start tier, I'm able to stream Aaron Ashby against the Pirates. I think maybe people dropped him in the Still Ill. He went 3.2 innings against the Pirates over the weekend, um, last weekend. And now he gets the Pirates. And I, again, I think this should be much better. John Gray gets the Twins. And I really like John Gray. But the Twins are really scary. So he's in the questionable start tier. So I should have done with Lancelin yesterday. Blake Snell against the Giants. And Tyler Wells against the Angels. Honestly, are kind of good too. I mean, the probable start tier is a good tier. Um, Tyler Wells has been on this roll and he goes against the Angels, so fine. Blake Snell just fanned 12 Dodgers batters, but they've been struggling, I guess, Uh, and also had a lot of walks and it wasn't quite the overall pristine Blake Snell's back start. Michael Morrison might not even make the start and Reed Detmers could be going against it, but if it is Lorenzen, he gets the Orioles sometime this weekend, and I would like to start that, but if there's a physical issue, then it kind of means, wait, no, I'll turn away from it. Aaron Savali is looking better, but the Royals are a little bit hotter, Uh so something to consider there, but maybe you do want to sit that one. George Kirby against the Jays, maybe you want to sit that, and Ross Stripling as well against the Mariners, so you could even say Lorenzen down is all do not start, but it's it's questionable. It's really on the border of that. And in the Do Not start tier, you have Tarek Skubal against the White Sox. He's just been that bad. Uh, Brady Singer against the Guardians. Kyle Gibson against the Cardinals. Chad Cool against the Diamondbacks. And JT Brewbaker against the Brewers are all, if you're desperate, Paul Blackburn against the Astros, though. I don't want to do that. Michael Walker getting delayed because of a fatigued arm. And then now he gets the Yankees. No thanks. Keegan Thompson against the Diners. No way. Eric Fady, don't trust the feds against... I, uh, then, uh, Atlanta, and then you have Sam Long, I mean, whatever, against the Padres. Um, Saturday and Sunday, Dean Kramer against the Angels is a, oh man, he really just took a step back, uh, is a do not start. Uh, Cutter Crawford against the Yankees, a do not start. Jordan Montgomery is a questionable against the Red Sox. Drew Rasmussen is, ugh, do, ugh, questionable against the, uh, inside of Cincinnati. Ah, I don't love that. Uh, Alec Manoa is an auto against the Mariners. Johnny Cueto against the Tigers, I guess, is a questionable. Tristan McKenzie against the Royals is a probable. Garrett Hill, no thank you, against the White Sox. Jonathan Heasley against the Guardians. If you're desperate for six innings, maybe, but I don't want to do it. Devin Devin Smeltzer is a questionable, if not probable, against the Rangers. You have Framber Valdez as an auto start against the Athletics. You have Patrick Sandoval as a probable against the Baltimore Orioles. Cole Irvin is a do not against the Astros. Robbie Ray is a probable against the Jays. Get that ace. It's going to ace, please. Uh Martin Perez against the Twins is a... Mm, I'm going to say do not start. I think we've reached that point with Martin Perez. Uh, Kyle Wright against the Nationals is an auto start. You have Braxton Garrett. That is a do not start against the Mets. Carlos Carrasco is a probable against the Marlins. Zach Wheeler auto against the Cards. Patrick Corbin. Do not start. I'm not there yet. Uh, against Atlanta. Justin Steele is a sit against the Dodgers. Hunter Green is a questionable against the Rays. Brandon Woodruff, auto against the Pirates. Zach Thompson against the Brewers is a do-not-start. Same with Dakota Hudson against the Phils. Madison Bumgarner, Rocky Road is a questionable. Kyle Freeland on the road against the Diamondbacks is not the worst thing ever. Uh, I do not start, though. Clayton Kershaw is an auto against the Cubs. Darvish auto-start against the Giants. And Carl Rodon is an auto against the Padres. It's always easier with the Dodgers Padres Giants at the end, right? Uh, you have on Sunday, Austin Voth, no way against the Angels. Nick Pavetta just hit his wall and now he goes against the Yankees. Honestly, uh, I want to say do not start, but I'll put him at the end of questionable. James Santino against the Red Sox is a do not start for me, um, especially considering how he looked against the Athletics and the Pirates. Shane Boz is an auto against the Reds. Kevin Galsman, if he does go in this one, is an auto against the Mariners. Kopech is against the Tigers. I'm going to put him at the top of questionable, maybe the bottom of probable. I know it's not been good for him, but it is the Tigers. Zach Plesac against the Royals is treated like uh, Aaron Savali, so he is in questionable at the bottom. Drew Hutchison, no way, against the White Sox. Zach Granke. Against the Guardians, if you need six innings, that's a question. I'll put him in questionable. Dylan Bundy against the Rangers. Ugh. Bottom of questionable, top of do not start. Jake Odorizzi against Oakland. I know it's Oakland, but he looked really bad. Actually, he didn't look so bad. The fastballs were located up, and he did get... No- All right, fine. Bottom of questionable, maybe top maybe top of do not start. Dylan Bundy versus Odorizzi. Oof. I'll go Dylan Bundy. Uh Jose Suarez against the or- the Orioles is not the worst. Uh do not start there. Uh something to consider honestly. I'd rather have him than say Adrian H- H- Martinez against the uh the Astros and debatably better than Chris Flexen against the Jays. Do not start there for both. Uh Dean Dunning I don't want to start against the Twins. I like Jose Suarez more than all of those. Uh Ian Anderson against the Nationals is ugh, do not start, but I mean, I guess if you need a desperate coin flip. Um, Sandy Alcantara, obviously, against the Mets. Uh, Tywin Walker is a probable against the, the Marlins. Christopher Sanchez, no way. Paulo Espino isn't the worst thing ever, but no. Uh, Matt Swarmer is back against the Dodgers, no thank you. Nick Lodolo against the Rays is a, I'd say, top of questionable. Um, Eric Lauer against Pittsburgh is also there. Uh, cause he, I mean, 23, 21 whiffs on his four-seam ram, I mean, how could I say no? Jose Quintana against the Brewers, He's on a Vargas rule right now. You start him, or it's a prob, it's a questionable start for Jose Quintana. I still prefer Lauer and Lodolo. Um, Andre Palante, no thank you against the Phils. Tyler Gilbert on the road, uh, host, uh, sorry, hosting Rocky Road. No thank you. Herman Marquez hosting the Diamondbacks. Oh, if you're going to start Herman Marquez, it would be this one. Don't want to do it though. Julia Arias going against the Cubs. Absolutely. Mackenzie Gore against the Giants is a probable start in Alex Wood at the Padres. Bottom of questionable, top of do not start. I'm not quite sure which one he is there as a lefty uh, going against the Padres. Good luck this weekend. I hope all the streams become amazing. Uh, I, It's been rough. I keep saying, it's like the third time I'm mentioning it. I, I'm very conscientious of it, guys. Um, And I hope it does turn out well for all of you. So my name is Nick Pollock and may your babbits below. low and your strikeouts high.